right, folks. Legion of Geek is on the air. Friday, November 1st, 2019. First official episode. Drop for Rock John to my right. Say hi. What up, what up? Oh, man. So, we're just going to get into it here. Friday Night Smackdown. Your initial rating. Just how we're going to do it. That was one hell of an apology. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very much so. Uh, so, not to bury the lead or anything like that, just your general opinions. Um, for those that didn't see, huge spoilers for Friday Night SmackDown. NXT! 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 Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way the show kicked off, too, with the world heavyweight champion essentially taking his belt and going back to Raw. Yeah, I did not see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) Brock Lesnar basically said, Fox, kiss my ass. And, um, well... Quit. (laughs) Quit SmackDown so we could go to Raw to go after... Rey Mysterio. Yep. Because Rey Mysterio beat the hell out of Brock Lesnar with a steel chair. Oh, yeah. What? Like, my count was somewhere in the 20s? Something like that. It was Shades of the Rock and uh, Mick Foley. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you can't tell, we haven't seen Crown Jewel yet. Actually, quite forgot that it was um, a thing. A thing. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's one of those. One of those nights. Um, I mean, SmackDown showed the entire Kane Velasquez Brock Lesnar match. Yeah, I'm not sure we were the only ones that didn't tune in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't mean that as an insult. Oh, and I meant to start off with this question. <clears throat> hey, Paul Levesque, Triple H, do you listen to my podcast? Do you listen to mine and Drop Raj podcast? Because uh, from what we saw, basically everything we asked for, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, short of actually telling Fox to go screw themselves and bringing literally everything back home. But um, I mean, I think starting off with the world heavyweight champion going, hey, you know what? Bye. Uh, pretty much says all there needs to be said. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right. So you're the details guy. Break it down for the folks. What? What is going on? What is going on? What is NXT doing, man? Uh, well, I predicted it about halfway through the episode. Yeah, in three weeks, Survivor Series. And, well, with, um, okay, Bailey defended her title against Nikki Cross. Was with the boss, Sasha Banks, in her corner. Yeah. Total heel. I loved it. (laughs) And out of nowhere, here comes Shayna Baszler. Just shoves 
uh, Sasha banks right into the outside ring post, knocking her out. Got in the ring, kicked uh, or kneed Bailey right in the face, kicked Nikki Cross out of the ring, and then proceeded to, well, to quote The Rock, layeth the smacketh down on Bailey. Yeah. Pick up her NXT women's title, hold it up in the air, and then walk out. All right. And for those, I mean, yeah, that was just one of those. I mean. <laughs> yeah, she came out of the crowd to do it. Yeah, she did. It was it was full on, um, it was full on early John Cena type stuff. It really was, but uh, <laughs> oh, I think the funniest moment for me had to be uh, Sami Zayn. Oh, balls! Yeah, I forgot about Zayn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. That was that was great. That was absolutely great. And I agreed with John. They should have carried that throughout the episode, but they had too much to get to. Yeah, it should have been a running, running gag all up uh, Edge and Angle whenever Angle lost the hair versus hair match. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it should have been throughout. And though. with Edge, Edge chasing Angle, get back here! Oh, man. But, yeah. I uh, forget the two people's names. Yeah, but there were two tag there were tag teams and one of the most dominant tag teams <coughs> on NXT at the moment. We apologize for not having the names right now, but they're new, so it kind of works in the context of SmackDown. But uh, Sami Zayn is being interviewed by one of the backstage women, and everything for comments. He started uh, mouthing off. Yeah. About NXT and how if they got into the wrong people's face, it might be trouble for them. And he goes, you know what? I'm just going to go out and say it. If you get in my face, and then he just kind of shuts up and turns around, and there's that tag team at, in Sami Zayn fashion. He tries to weasel his way out of it and run off <laughs> right out into the ring. Yep. They corner him, and <laughs> they just dismantle the hell out of him. Uh, yeah, I mean this, and that one tag team dude is a big old dude, and he does a reverse frog splash onto Zane that should have broke the ring, in my opinion. Um, well, it's like technically a, it was a like second a, rope moonsault. Yeah, or a three fifty splash, if you will. <laughs> Second rope, 350 slash, but he reversed it, which was what caught my eye. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't your dad say, oh, my God, I think he broke his ribs. Yeah. Get a doctor out there. <laughs> <laughs> that man is hurt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So we'll be back in just a minute, folks. Part one is over. Part two coming up. Stay tuned. Alrighty, welcome back in. Thank you for sticking through whatever we placed in the middle there. Um, John had some more context for us. Alright, this is going back to before what we were talking about just now. Or just recently. Uh, right after they showed Brock Lesnar leave. Right, get into a limo or something and drive off, and the camera pans over and it shows a uh, Triple H. With, the heartbreak kid. 
Shawn Michaels standing next to him, they just kind of look at each other and look at the camera, and it goes to a commercial, yep. which kind of lets everybody know something's up. Yep. Because why is Triple H and Shawn Michaels, who are NXT guys, they run NXT. Yep. Why are they on SmackDown? And then what we were just talking about happened. Yep. And then the next segment that I remember uh, happening was uh, Ms. TV. Yeah. These are the standout moments. That's how we do this. But And uh, he was supposed to interview Bray Wyatt. But since he basically destroyed uh, Seth Rollins mm-hmm. at Crown Jewel and took the title, he wasn't on SmackDown. So the Miz was going to interview himself. <laughs> Which is a very Miz move. I loved the and idea. That would have been great. <laughs> but no, instead, Tommaso Ciampa comes out. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a pretty good mic battle back and forth. I don't remember exactly what all was said. You know, I can't really quote anything. For my part, for me personally... <laughs> I found Champa kind of wilted a little bit in the light, which is we'll get to the end of SmackDown in a minute. If, if he didn't, if he flubbed a couple of the lines, and I think that's why Trips goes so hard at the end. But we'll yeah, get to that. Well, but he was also going up against the Miz. Yeah. On the <laughs> mic. <laughs> and that's something almost nobody wants to do unless you're like uh the Rock or Chris Jericho or someone like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I think one time in an actual interview, Vince McMahon once said the only person who didn't want to have a mic across from him was The Miz. Yeah. So, uh... Anywho, <laughs> they get going back and forth, back and forth about branding and this and that. And, and I think Siampa was like, Trolling on Miz because, like, what have you done here lately, Mr. Actor? <laughs> like, you want to be an actor and all this? And he's like, I'm, if I've been, I've been here for like 15 years. And if I've been acting this whole time, I deserve a freaking Oscar. <laughs> and the crowd like, just lost it on that, too. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, the Miz looks at Ciampa and is like, well, if you want to fight, how about you and I fight right here, right now? <laughs> they go to a commercial, typical, and when they come back, they actually have that match, which was actually um, relatively entertaining. Yeah. yeah. And they let Chiampa be Chiampa, and they let Miz be the Miz. They pulled off their moves and stuff. I, I was actually generally entertained. Yeah. And then what kind of shocked me a little bit is that they let Chiampa win. Oh, yeah. Cleanly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Miz for you. That's Miz for you. Um, you know, not not a surprise to what they call smarks, but um, Miz took a lot of ass beatings in the early well, days. I was thinking that they'd let Ciampa beat on Miz for a while, Miz come back a little bit, and not be able to get the win, get yeah. frustrated, and get disqualified. Mm. That's also old school Miz. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But no, they actually let Ciampa win legitimately. Yeah. Well, he's a strong, strong dude, and 
he was uh, the guy that was given uh, King Cor- well Baron Corbin then a yeah. run for his money. There mm-hmm. was a there was a debate. There was a hot hot debate. And he also uh, during one of the NXT storylines, he quote unquote ended Johnny Gargano's career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I believe um, when they were both in NXT, Baron Corbin and Ciampa, champion, <laughs> as I call him, because that's obviously what the play on words is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> basically, <laughs> it, like there was a hot debate. I'm like 2017, I think, is what I'm talking about here about who they were going to pro- get promoted first. Yeah. To the main roster, whether it was going to be Corbin or him. And, well, history showed that it was Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was a good segment. You're yeah. right. What what came after this? Uh, after that, um, oh, um, yeah, um, there was supposed to be a women's match. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not really into current right now, but it was uh, Carmella and her partner, uh-huh. Was supposed to face off against two others. I've uh, sorry, I can't remember who they are right now. Oh, right, but what's well, uh, it's the two remaining members of um, what was Paige's faction, yeah, and this other tag team, not were, the Ilconics, but the other one, yeah, the other two, yes. Anyway, before the match could even start, the two are in the ring waiting. And Carmella's music hits, but she never shows up. Yep. And it cuts to the back where her and her partner are getting the crap beat out of them by uh, this really, this chick with like a really long braid. Oh, yeah. That, basically, um, she like like a Wakandan Amazon. I mean, this girl was huge. Yeah. <laughs> Like <coughs> impressive looking, she looked like a Mortal Kombat character to me. That's yeah, not she amazing. literally picked up Carmel and pressed her over her head and tossed her. Yeah, like a rag doll. Yeah, Carmella's <laughs> not small and no pushover by any darn means. Even yeah. when she was running around with that one tag team, she wasn't a pushover then either. But, yeah, and um, after that, that happened. Um, two more NXT stars came out. Females. Ah, um, uh, well, pretty much the whole roster. Uh, Knox. Yeah. That Knox girl and the Australian chick. Yeah. Came out and just destroyed the other two girls. Yeah. The Australian chick reminds me of, like, if Shiva from Mortal Kombat got a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Put her in this awesome arm and leg submission, lifting her up off the ground, just uh, holding her, you know, like something, I don't know, what Sable or China would have done if they were submission the, people. <laughs> it was the Tree of Woe, only in this case, the Tree of Woe is her neck instead of a ring post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It was crazy. Alright. Segment two is done. We'll be back with segment three in just a sec. Alrighty, and we are back in to the podcast, Legion of Geek. Alright, folks. 
bit of a serious thing, but I don't want to take more time than WWE did with it. Um, but it's an issue that seriously needs to be addressed. Yeah. As you know, California, not just like a section or whatever, like it, pretty much the entire state of California is on fire right now due to a terrible, terrible Santa Ana win this season. And um, so if you want to help out the state of California, you can do so by texting CA Wildfires to 90,999 or visit AmericanRedCross.org for other ways to donate and help out California right now. It's, it's bad. Just Google California 2019 wildfires. And you won't believe the images you see if you haven't heard about this yet. There's lots of news. It's like something straight out of a horror movie. Straight up. It's not good. <laughs> All right. So where were we taking this now? <laughs> Do you think? Uh, okay, here's an issue that does actually kind of needs to be addressed. Uh, since last night they were in Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel, apparently some of them wasn't able to make it back in time to do SmackDown. And um, this Most notably, Corey Graves and um, um, Michael Cole. Michael Cole. Cole! Um... Yeah, this set off my BS meter immediately because I've been watching Michael Cole for his entire career and it took him a long time to build credibility and everything and he takes his job very seriously and those ratings from FS1 last Friday <laughs> like nah, nah man. It's one of those. I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth or anything else, but I'm willing to bet that Michael Cole's like, I'll do something for the network. I'll do whatever, but I'm not going down to the Fox facility. I can't. I'm going to say something. I'm going to do something. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my two cents on it. What do you think? Uh, it could be what you said, or it could legitimately be what they said. Technic, you know, issues they. Well, like, especially if they're flying from Saudi Arabia. I mean, yeah. they're obviously not landing at LAX right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's the truth. So, yeah. <laughs> so to not to put a too fine point on it, they weren't there. Yeah. So. Um, in order to fill those two spots, they had, um, um, what is her name? Um, Dean Ambrose, John Moxley's wife. Uh, it's escaping me right now. She retired from wrestling when she got married, and now yeah, I don't remember now her name. Now she's just an announcer girl. Yeah. <laughs> very good at her job. Yeah, very I'll good. I'll admit, she was entertaining throughout the whole night. Yeah. And the other spot was filled by uh, two different NXT Performers. Yeah. yeah. One for like the first half and another for the other half. Yeah. <laughs> Which also was pretty entertaining. Yeah. Personally, I'd like to see them keep it that way. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I also have another bit of a fan theory here. I think they, um, I think Fox probably wanted either Trips or HBK to come down and man the thing. 
And I think Trips or HBK or both together went, no, I got a better idea. <laughs> Even though Trips and HBK would have been hilarious. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, a DX reunion on the mic? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was also a way to build confidence in their younger um, roster there while simultaneously kind of giving the old DX salute. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time. No, we'll be on camera. They'll be, the audience will see us, including the folks at home. But we're not gonna we're not putting on the headsets. Yep. <laughs> like no, 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 no. You you made us look stupid last week. There's gotta be some consequences for this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just one of those. Like, I mean, because WWE could have easily in advance I don't want to go on on this too hard, but it wouldn't have been too hard for them to go, SmackDown will return in two weeks. But Fox is like, no, it'll be fine. We'll put you on FS1. It'll be fine. We just failed to tell anyone. (laughs) Anyway, got a whole episode about that moving on. (laughs) Right? (laughs) That was our last rant. (laughs) All right. So, the angry goat. (laughs) Best part of the night. Yep, yep. We're going to have to get into this in the next segment. Yeah. You want to tease them a little bit? You want to tease them a little bit? uh, Just give them a little of something and we'll give the details after. Yes, yes, yes. Yes! Alrighty, we'll be back in a minute. Stay tuned. Boom! We're back. Alright, getting right into it. The best part of the night. You see, a pissed off looking Daniel Bryan walking down the hall, and he comes right into (laughs) Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Oh yeah. And, well, in a great Back and forth, Brian and Triple H are talking and whatnot, and he's like, "Yeah, we're all kind of pissed off." And you want to look? You're not looking for a fight, are you? And Brian's kind of like, "Yeah, actually, I am looking for a fight." And then <laughs> Triple H's like, "Well, maybe we can accommodate you with that." Blah blah, you know. And Shawn Michaels is in the background taking off his jacket, and. The crowd kind of erupts a little bit, and and Michaels just kind of goes, ooh, it's cold in here. And Triple's like, yeah, put your jacket back on, man. No. no. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, if you want to fight, yeah, we, we can do that. Masterful trolling on the part of DX. Yes. <laughs> and in from behind of Triple H walks in, Adam Cole, baby! <laughs> Oh, he's yeah. like, well, what do you think? You, you, yeah, for a fight, he's like, yeah, I can do that. And Daniel Bryan's like, well, okay, yeah, yeah. But how about we put your title up for the on the line? Yeah. NXT put, championship. NXT championship on the line. Mm-hmm. Right here tonight. And Trips is like, yeah, that works. What do <laughs> you say, Adam? He's like, yeah, 
Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> just just nonchalant, no Fs given. <laughs> Perfect. And right at that moment, I looked at you, Charo, and I said, damn, I have to flip a coin to see who I'm going to root for. <laughs> Yeah, and I went to my standard joke. It's like, yeah, it's one of those. It's like, it's going to be one of those matches that just lasts for years. They're fighting in an empty stadium. Well, it did last 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it was a 20-minute match. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was very good. Very good, very back and forth. And the crowd, Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole. <laughs> Crowd was into it. I was into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we have to shout out. I don't know if there's any chance at all that the person cosplaying has. <laughs> oh, yes. I pointed that out to you. Yeah. I don't know if there's any chance that the guy cosplaying as Paul Bearer will ever hear this. Or girl, we can't tell. It was too far away. It was a guy. All right. But. You know, like second or third row, yeah, right in camera view of all the action. There's this guy, <laughs> yeah, dressed up as Paul Bearer, yeah, in a sea, <laughs> in, well, in a in what amounts these days to a sea of Hulk Hogan cosplay, because there was only like on camera there was only about five or six, but in 2019 that's that's a sea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway, back to the match. Oh, man, it was great. <laughs> it was basically the match you all, everyone wanted to see. Oh, They yeah. delivered. They delivered. This was pay-per-view quality match um, easily. Easily, like, and dare I say it? I mean, I haven't seen Crown Jewel yet, but of the of the pay per views I've seen since coming back to the network, like, it's um, Bailey and Miss Flair, and it's this. The, the, these are the stand up matches. Yeah, <laughs> you know that I've seen. Man, back a month. Yeah, dare I say Daniel Bryan went Nexus oh. on Adam Cole with those submission moves? Oh, man. He was trying to break him like a pretzel. Like, props to Adam Props to Adam Cole. Oh, yeah. I mean, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one rough-ass bump he took off of the turnbuckle? Oh, yeah. Whenever uh, Daniel Bryan did the uh, back suplex. Yeah. Yeah, the belt with the back suplex off the top turnbuckle and just slammed him right on his head. Yeah. And, we, I mean, we try to stay in kayfabe on here, but I saw the ref come <laughs> over and do yeah, the thing. The on. finger thing. He's like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know where you are? <laughs> what is your name? <laughs> I mean, it, granted, it only lasted about three seconds, but it was one of those deals. The ref had to check, like, you're, you're still breathing, right? Nothing broke. Okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and like we said, man, the match went on for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even your dad woke up and was like, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. 
that that's a, <laughs> that's a bit of a problem that we'll get to to finish out because we still have to get to the end of the match. Well, spoiler alert. Daniel Bryan is not NXT champion. Nah. Kind of figured that going in, but... But it wasn't for his lack of trying. Yeah. They made it look like it was a possibility, for sure. They made it look like a possibility, but... Adam Cole got that awesome finisher of his off. Mm Mm-hmm. What used to be known as the Canadian Crusher. Yep. Whatever they call it now, but... Um, Only uh, he... Modified it from the original. Um, the original, he, the guy put him up in the pile driver thing and then just did the front flip. Yep. Adam Cole gets onto the rope. Uh huh. Second turnbuckle, jumps off, bounces up, and then does the front flip into the pile driver. Yep. Badass finisher. It looks like he should stick him through the mat and just walk out. Yeah. That's <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> and. Okay, this is where my prediction, right at the beginning, or near the beginning of SmackDown, Uh that I didn't say earlier because, well, ending, I said, uh, Survivor Series coming up. Yep. NXT is invading. Yep. I'm like, okay, what they're probably going to end up doing is... SmackDown and Raw teaming up to take on NXT. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And whether my prediction actually turns out to... Well, that did come true, but... Yeah. What my prediction was a traditional Survivor Series-style matches. Oh, yeah. Men versus men, women versus women. Two actual Survivor Series traditional matches. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Although... It could be interesting if they um, do. They almost have to do a bit of the mix tag as well. Oh yeah, for the mid card. Yeah, they almost have to because. But pretty much, uh, I'm thinking this Survivor Series is gonna be SmackDown and Raw versus NXT the entire pay per view. Oh yeah, yeah. But I want to see two traditional five on five. Survivor Series matches. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Okay. So, we're going to come back in just a minute, and we'll discuss the end of SmackDown. Yeah. (laughs) Just a minute. And boom, boom, we are back. All right. (laughs) What an ending. What an ending. What an ending. What an ending. All right, and I got a fan theory I got to get out here. I personally think Triple H, as the guy 100% in charge of NXT, was slightly ticked off at Champions flubbing during the Miz segment. <laughs> because at the end of this match, the whole of NXT come out. You want to describe, do the color commentary here? Oh, man, it was just like when DX... <clears throat> Showed up at WCW with the tank thingy. Because mm-hmm. he even says the exact same line. Uh-huh. Raw, SmackDown, we have fired the first shot. Oh, yeah. And it's that delivery, too, man. It's that delivery, too. 
He was on it. He was on it. He was full on Triple H. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard him this way. You know what I'm saying? I think he was silent for the entire episode, watching everybody kind of mess up lines and everything like that. And he's like, well, I guess it's on me to do it right. And boy. (laughs) Raw, SmackDown. You versus NXT Survivor Series. Uh Uh-huh. Show us what you got. (laughs) (laughs) With the whole cast, with the whole crew of NXT behind him. Looking imposing as When you want to find an army, what do you do? You call blood, you call relatives, you call friends. (laughs) This is our army. (laughs) (laughs) Just an amazing, amazing job and everything. And, um, you know, unless WWE had edited it, I would like to see a raw feed from somebody's cell phone or something to make sure. But the crowd did legit seem into it. I know WWE in the past has uh, done canned heat, as they say. Yeah. But I don't think so this time. I think this time they had a winner tonight. Yeah, the fans were definitely into it. Yeah, because they're the – the motion matches the sound you're seeing. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's one of those. Movies. And like I said earlier, I I personally find this as their apology. Oh, most definitely. Most I mean, definitely. On our walk home, we uh, I even said, like, man, it's like as if like Triple H was like, well, um, we have to do something to make up for Last week, um, um, what, uh, let's just have NXT invade. Yeah. <laughs> let's set up Survivor Series and have NXT invade. Yeah. And rule all ass. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's one of those. And, um, you know, and, and, and I think it was a wise kayfabe move to have Brock do what he did at the beginning for that. Because, yeah, because you protect the championship that way, and you take him out of the picture. Yeah, he gets to still look strong coming off a win on a pay per view, and you know he doesn't make anybody that they're trying to put over look bad by just yep. You know, <laughs> by and just, for storyline reasons, it's for revenge. Yep, <laughs> perfect storytelling out of WWE. For I know once. for once. Shocking. Yeah. I know. Um, like I said in our own private discussions and everything like that, I really think Fox will in the end be good for WWE. They know how to build a story. Um, like they do it all the time. I mean, spoiler alert, sorry, baseball fans, but I'm a baseball fan. And this was the weakest World Series in years. But they still managed to get enough people to tune in with their hype machine because they're good at their job. WWE fans, give them some time. That's all I'm saying here. Yeah. (laughs) I, for one, am not a baseball fan. I was extremely disappointed last week. But uh, like I said, I felt this was an actual open apology. Yeah. And I accept. I accept, too. It's one of those deals. I mean, it would have been nice for the 
the director of programming to come out. Maybe maybe they did it for the live crowd. I don't know. I mean, Trips was there in person for a reason. Yeah. And Trips is the kind of guy that would drag a, a suit from Fox out in front of the live crowd with a microphone in hand. Like, don't tell me you're sorry. Tell them. Yep. <laughs> he would totally do that. I'm not saying he did. I haven't seen anything that says that he did, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those. <laughs> and, so overall, I was exceptionally pleased. Yeah. All right. How are we closing this out, Dreadful Rock? Adam Cole, baby! Till next week, good night. <laughs>